Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. I'm here to share wisdom that will empower you to create and maintain happiness, inner peace, and success in all your goals. So let's get started. I think it's time to revisit the age of enlightenment. I believe we've had enough pain by now, and we might just be at the right place in the right time for some wisdom of the 1600s to come back around. I'm pretty sure we've learned enough about humanity over the past 500 years to make some lasting, positive societal improvements once and for all. Let's call it modern-day enlightenment, where we factor in the past 500 years of gathered intelligence. Taking a quick gander at the historic timeline over the past 500 years can really highlight what has worked, what hasn't worked, and how we can finally navigate the terrain of sustaining unity as a humanity. The Age of Enlightenment was also known as the Age of Reason. It was an intellectual and philosophical movement that dominated the world from the 17th to the 19th centuries, For 200 years, the ideas of the Enlightenment movement undermined the authority of the monarchy and of the church. Its ideas centered on two things. One, the power of reason, and two, using our senses as the primary source of knowledge. Let me be very clear. I am not talking about anything at all having to do with the pandemic, face masks, Democrats, Republicans, religious organizations, or anything else like that. I have been on this path of enlightenment since I was 20 at least, and consciously on this path for the past 30 years for sure. And it's funny because I'm not really sure there's an actual destination point or a finish line on this path of enlightenment. Obviously, I haven't reached it yet. But I stay on the path nonetheless. At least I make it my personal business to do my best at self-awareness and changing myself for the better. So let's break this down for a minute. Enlightenment is about using your own senses and using your own reasoning as our primary sources of knowledge, not relying on what other people say, what institutions dictate, what religious organizations tell us to think and believe, Enlightenment is not blindly following the masses and being easily influenced by those with manipulative intent, and it's not about rebellion or lashing out either. Enlightenment is responsible, educated, and reflective. Enlightenment requires a higher level of awareness and using one's intelligence and reasoning for liberation. The Enlightenment movement emphasized questioning traditional ideas about government, medicine, religion, and science. It seems those people challenged accountability to some degree. It places a responsibility on us as individuals to dare to know for ourselves. The belief of Enlightenment thinkers is that people must be given the freedom to think for themselves using their own intellect. Immanuel Kant wrote, Enlightenment is man's emergence from self-incured immaturity. He argued that the immaturity is self-inflicted, not from a lack of understanding, but from a lack of courage to use one's reason, intellect, and wisdom without the guidance of another. The motto of the Enlightenment movement is, Dare to be wise. Let that sink in. Dare to be wise. Dare to know without the guidance of another. 
Consider that for a moment. That would be truly courageous indeed, daring to seek knowledge and wisdom without guidance from your church or from your political party, without influence from those with hidden agendas, to rely solely on your own knowledge and senses. Does that bring up feelings of anxiety in you? Or does that incite feelings of liberation and joy? Enlightenment is the full comprehension of a situation, relying on your own reasoning, intellect, and wisdom. Wow, that's powerful and empowering. It's self-reliance at its best. And maybe that's part of the issue. Maybe people choose to give away their power, perhaps unknowingly, because of the continuous brainwashing and conditioning that's been taking place over the last few hundred years, and maybe from the beginning of time, I don't know. Generation after generation has been conditioned to think that these man-made organizations know what's best for us. We've not only lost our self-reliance, we've been fooled into believing that we can't rely on ourselves. We can't rely on our own instincts, our inner wisdom, or our own ideas. In fact, these organizations have insidiously crept into our religions, our educational systems, politics, and sciences. People with their hidden agendas of power and greed have infiltrated these institutions to further dummy us down, rendering us incapable and confused, so much so that we can't even hear our inner wisdom, much less trust it. We've lost our ability to use our intellect and to govern ourselves to reach an enlightened state of being. We've come to rely on systems and organizations that care nothing about us as individuals. We are merely a means to their end. It's pretty easy to see how people and organizations that seek excessive amounts of wealth and power want to brainwash people, exploit groups, lie to the masses, manipulate situations, and eliminate certain types of people or races. They are in position to influence people and to control systems for their personal gain. And to do that, they need to render us powerless. How else can they take advantage of people? And we swallow it, hook, line, and sinker. We give away our power in more ways than you and I will ever know. We thrive with our tribe. We're social beings who want to belong. It's pretty easy to see how families want, if not need, for everyone to be within the same parameters to be on the same page, the same religion, the same ideology, the same political stance. We crave connection and we want to identify with our group. We survive through cohesion as community, whether that community is familial, societal, cultural, or even national. To unlearn your group's ideology is difficult, and to use your own intellect and knowledge for personal enlightenment most certainly takes courage, courage and dedication. Some groups would call you a traitor if you began thinking independently. To use your own reasoning and knowledge would be considered a betrayal of your group, your affiliation, your community, your family, or what have you. You may even get ostracized for thinking for yourself. And so the story of powerlessness continues, but it doesn't have to be that way. You could choose right now to question your beliefs quietly to yourself. And you can start making small changes here and there to align your thoughts, beliefs, and actions. Educate yourself and rely on your own intelligence. Maybe you could be more open to understanding issues from all angles. 
you could begin noticing where you have a conditioned response or automatic reactions. You can begin challenging your own beliefs and your own behaviors. It doesn't have to be drastic. Just an ongoing way of unprogramming yourself to become more enlightened. Having a full comprehension of a situation. Relying on your own reasoning, your own intellect, and your own wisdom. So here's the 9.0 for enlightenment. It's really just nine things to practice. One, be courageous. Two, educate yourself. Three, think for yourself. Four, question your beliefs. Five, hold yourself and others accountable. Six, have compassion for yourself and others. Seven, challenge yourself and others. Eight, be respectful of all parties at all times. And nine, be a better human every day. All of these things are well within your power and are well within my power. So let's get empowered together and strive for enlightenment as a human and as a society. Visit whitefawnwellness.com to learn more about our programs and how I might be able to help you. And remember to like us on Facebook and maybe leave a review on iTunes. Be happy and be well.